listening to The Doctor's Companion brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. Welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I am Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And my name is Nick Jimenez. <laughs> Today on the show, we'll be uh, laughing about things that you guys don't know about. Um, the they've best. Been ed- they've been edited out. Uh, but <laughs> we will also be talking about the 12th Doctor episode, uh, The Caretaker, episode 6 of series 8. Halfway there. Yeah, I'm starting to. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> I, I. The the numbers are getting uh, more complicated on the show because we're now eight seasons in. So I I find myself forgetting what season we're in. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird show. Yeah. Uh. But yes. So we're going to talk about uh, the caretaker. So as we normally do before we get into spoilers, let's uh, let's check the temperature of the room, see what everybody thought of the episode. Uh, Nick. Um, I had so much fun watching this episode. Um, it was a lot of fun. I missed Gareth. I almost said Gareth Edwards. I missed Gareth Roberts. <laughs> I, I, I miss Gareth Roberts' tone of the show. I think he writes a fantastic 12. He writes my favorite Clara. This is like the most I've ever liked Clara in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Danny Pink. Uh, there were some uh, socio-political issues that were pretty horrifying uh, to me. Maybe I'm just really sensitive but uh, there was some stuff where I was like, whoa, this is what? Wait, how did what? But then it's like, oh, well, maybe it's a different culture. But we'll talk about that after spoilers. Uh, it was really fun. It was an unexpectedly uh, emotional episode. I was kind of expecting a lark, you know, like a big fun farcy farce. And we did get that. But then we also got some real heart and emotion and real emotional um, mythology building with these three characters now that I think are just... I think it's safe to say that Danny Pink is just in the universe now. Although it doesn't look like he's in Kill the Moon. Um, so yeah, really two two big thumbs up for me. This this is one of a this is another in a long line of great episodes in series eight. Cassandra, um, I had a lot of fun watching it, but the more I think about it, the more I'm like kind of lukewarm on it. Um, and I don't know, I don't really know why, but it just didn't stick with me as much as the others did so far. Um, but like, don't get me wrong. It's really, I had a lot of fun and it was very enjoyable and I don't, I don't know, just something about it didn't do it for me really. Okay. That's Uh, where I'm at. I, uh, this was the one, this is the episode that I was the most looking forward to, uh, this season because I love, uh, Gareth Roberts episodes in um, series five and six a lot. Um, So I was really looking forward to this and I was really sad when he didn't write one in series seven. Um, So I was, I was really, really looking forward to this. Uh, And uh, I, I mostly, I had a lot of fun watching it, but um, 
I don't know. I'm kind of in between you guys, I think. I think the episode has uh, a few problems. It also goes a little over the top at points um, in, in ways that I'm not overly fond of uh so which again we'll talk about in uh, in spoilers and it also made me um I, it kind of confused me as far as like and i mean i guess that's the point which again this is something that we're going to be talking about i think a lot of but uh in today's episode um but i don't i, I still don't know who 12 is i have no idea I don't. Yeah, th- this actually, this episode kind of threw a monkey wrench into who I thought twelve was. Yeah, like I thought I was starting to figure it out, and now, now I'm confused again. And uh, you know, you talked about how Capaldi was like, yeah, it takes it takes a handful of episodes, but you know, we're halfway through the season now, and I still don't got a handle on this guy, and I I'm finding that problematic. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I I think as like a grand scale series eight problem. Um, I think the identity of the 12th doctor is, uh, he just, he's not, he's not coming out of the door swinging. Like he's just not, um, in the way that every other doctor before him did, uh, for better or worse, you know, <laughs> um, Worse. So, uh, well, you know, a lot of people really hated what the sixth doctor did. Um, but, but, you know, it's still, he still came out swinging. He was no apologies, you know? Um, this is, this is this doctor, whereas, uh, 12 is a little amorphous and it continues to be. Um, and I find that problematic, uh, for a lot of reasons, but we're, we'll, we'll get into, we'll get into, um, more, uh, as we get into spoilers, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, you know, there were parts of this that I really thought was a lot of fun. Um, and then there were other parts that, uh, I didn't like so much. Um, and, uh, let's, let's talk about those things. Uh, but before we do, I want to remind you guys that we are sponsored by DCBService.com, which is the site that lets you preorder all your monthly comic books and collectibles at discounts your local comic book shop just can't compete with. Use DCBS to place your orders two months in advance. Get discounts of 40% off and special discounts up to 50% off. So place an order as big or small as you like. Ship monthly, bi-weekly, or weekly with flat rate shipping of only $6.95 every time an order goes out. So thanks to DCBService.com. Also, their sister site, InStockTrades.com, the site where you can purchase any hardcover or paperback graphic novel collection that's currently in print. A massive discount of 25 to 45% off and if that's not good enough for you check back on wednesdays for new release specials of 50 percent off every single week and remember all orders over 50 dollars get free shipping so thanks to instocktrades.com gotham academy yeah yeah that was good um mm-hmm. uh but that's that's dcb service don't <laughs> don't look for a trade yet it's not out um but uh wait a good, wait a good three years yeah right it's dc exactly uh, that's exactly right <laughs> Uh, you, you gotta wait about nine months after the arc is over and then finally a hardcover will come out. So, uh, 18 month turnaround. That's all. And it will be 1400 bucks. Yep. Actually, no, theirs are super cheap. Oh, okay. Mar- Mar- Marvel's the one where it's like, yeah, like, Marvel's yeah. comes out faster, but they're really expensive. Um, it's like $20 for four issues. It's ridiculous. Stupid Disney. That's what, that's what Disney did when they bought Marvel. They affected prices. Yeah. That's all they did. <laughs> They didn't do anything else, but they, they definitely affected prices of everything. You try to buy a Marvel Blu-ray, and it's like all of them are $30. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, 
but thanks to thanks to Nick for that divergence. <laughs> um, so uh, okay, so the caretaker, written by Gareth Roberts and Stephen Moffat, directed by Paul Murphy. Um, okay, let's uh, let's let's. I think. Um, well, let's not bury the lead. Let's talk about uh, Nick. What 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 what's your big uh, issue here? What's Okay, so maybe I'm Mr. Like Pinko, commie, liberal, softy. You know what I mean? Okay. But um, I don't know, dude. I just something about the doctor not being able to understand that Danny Pink is smart and good at math and intelligent. Mm. Um, it just it. I don't know. I was. I don't know. This the subtext of it. Maybe, maybe no one, maybe Gareth Roberts, no one had any idea that like an American might read it that way, but it just was really, really weird. And then like when, when like the, the white, like kind of tweed dude came in, I was, I was, I was, I was picturing someone, I was picturing someone editing a YouTube video called like the doctor is a racist. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and if you just, I mean, I think the problem with that, cause I, I think you're right. I think it's problematic in the finished product. Um, but I think the idea is that they probably wrote this before Danny Pink was cast. Yeah. Sure. Um, that's, that's what I imagine. And then they just didn't bother changing it because they probably just didn't even think of that as a problem, you know? And I, and I don't like to think of the doctor as a bigot, which he kind of was in this episode. Like, which is my taking... problem. That's, that's my big, like, I think, I think the grander thing here is that he's, he's, he's like, what's this weird new soldier thing like because it is it just is that just what we're supposed to take away from into the dalek because way to like keep that in your pocket until it was kind of can i don't know it just rang so false to me yeah that he he would be that willfully bigoted and ignorant right towards this guy when the doctor you know even when he was a dare even when he was a jerk <laughs> uh <laughs> sorry nice save <laughs> Um, you know, I, I would, one thing I've always loved about the doctor across the seasons is that he's always like to a fault, very open-minded and accepting towards everyone, no matter their profession or place in life. And to see the doctor being this like snooty, kind of very ugly, Mm -hmm. ignorant person was just kind of disquieting. Um, and I don't know. It just it, it was a really sour note in an episode that was otherwise very pleasant and fun to watch. Yeah, and I don't like the note that we ended on, which is that oh, he's only doing it because he cares. He cares so much about you. And I was like, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> that yeah, kind of makes it worse. I'll be honest. Like, because it's like, and it's like, okay, wait, do you have like a weird? like territorial thing with Claire, because that's also kind of disquieting too. What I, I got know. my vibe from this whole episode and, and I'm sorry, Cassandra, we'll, we'll, you're, you'll, oh, you're, no, it's you're coming up, <laughs> but my, my, the vibe I got from this episode as a whole was I'm bringing my boyfriend home to meet dad and dad doesn't approve. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I think they were going for, but it turns, it, it kind of turns, the doctor into like an Archie Bunker character. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, wow. Problematic. Um, like, wow. Uh, not, not great. And yeah, he is kind of a bigot in this. 
um, in multiple ways. And I just don't get the soldier thing. His best friend is a soldier. Like, <laughs> his best friend was a soldier. The best friend he ever had. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, that's, was an officer. I know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Cassandra, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I don't understand it either. Because, like, the whole time he was saying, oh, no soldiers. I'm like, you spent three years with UNIT. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. And he didn't. And, and he was consistently annoyed by them. Like, throughout right. those three years yeah but, but he didn't outright hate them no like no it wasn't river song in the military at some point i i don't think so she's okay. just in like military prison garb for that the angel, angel episode yeah and she was okay for she some was reason prisoner I, okay yeah. for some reason i remember her being like it but see the doctor was like really kind to those soldiers mm, yeah and i mean i like i i like the other guy uh, that because because he looked like the eleventh Doctor, and that made me that was that yeah, was, that that was, was a fun gag. Like that was a really fun gag. Um, but it was and and you know and it made sense because it's yeah, that's that's like an old and that's an old timey like that's the kind of joke that you would see in like a I don't know like a like like, like, like a, a farce 50s, from like the thirties. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like and I was gonna say like a fifty sitcom or something. Yeah. Um. But and but that's the problem with this episode, I think, is that the ideas that they're presenting here, one, I don't know what they're trying to say about them because at the end of the episode, they really, it really feels like they're saying, no, this is totally fine, because uh, because they literally like apologized for the way the doctor is acting by saying, well, he just loves you so much, um, which is weird, and 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 two, like the, these are like. The themes in this are so old fashioned. Like, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand. And I don't, I don't like the doctor as like being someone's father, like his companion's father or his companion being their, his daughter. Like that is, I like them being friends. I don't like this father daughter thing that's going on in this episode. It, It makes me uncomfortable. Well, you know, Scott Moffat is a feminist, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Moffat loves because all you have episode. to do to be a feminist is uh, not be a misogynist. That's all it takes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't Fall know. I... <laughs> Sorry, we're referencing an article that probably no one listening to this has read. We, we don't mentioned read it. it on the show, right? Um, yeah, yeah. We, yes, we mentioned we it. Was it last week or the week before? It was the week before. Okay. Yeah. That was that didn't was turn it. out well, did it? No, no, don't read it. Um, for yeah, no, just don't. Just read my Twitter feed. It's fine. Um, mm. But I don't. I like the idea of the doctor kind of being an older brother, kind of like happy yes. figure, um, or but, an uncle, or like an uncle. Um, but which I think is what they were trying to go for, but then it came off as I am her guardian. Really, yeah, yeah. When we've seen Clara's father already, right. which is weird. Um, and I mean, she's in her mid twenties; like she can like make her own. Dis- right. She has a job. She isn't a. From what we've seen, you know, as healthy a relationship as can be 
if you're a time traveler, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not outright dysfunctional, and like they're they clearly care about each other, which should be good enough for the doctor. You know, mm-hmm. doctor, I kicked my granddaughter out of the TARDIS because she was crushing on some guy. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's weird. It I is never spoke of her again. Right. Um. <laughs> oh, Susan. Um, no. <laughs> it's, I don't know. This episode was kind of all over the place. And I like the idea of the doctor working at a school because that's always really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and not being a teacher. Right. Because we've seen the doctor as a teacher before. Um, also, so can I like- we just officially in America change the like custodians and janitors like can we just call them caretakers from now on because that is such a great title like it's it's charming it's yeah it's so much better and it just feels so much more like professional and nice i don't know yeah yeah and i like in one of i think it was in the dalek one where kara Clara's like, oh, I'm his carer, so that's kind of like a cool, like, haha, look, he's the caretaker. Now. Oh yeah, look at Ha-ha. that puns. Um, but then I don't know. The alien was funny. Yeah, the alien was good. Um, it was such an afterthought. It was but funny. My other problem, though, like not to just bag on the doctor, I actually really didn't like Danny Pink for most of this either. Um, Interesting. I, I did. I uh, I found him. Um, I don't know. Like that that the bit on the TARDIS was like way 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 overacted. I thought. Um, like that whole thing where he's just like shouting, like a... "Yes, sir, officer, sir," and blah blah blah. Like I yeah. and I don't really. I didn't really like the way that was written, and I didn't like. I like. <sighs> If you're trying to if you're if you're trying to say that this is like a father daughter relationship and like meeting the boyfriend or whatever like it it doesn't work if he has no respect for the guy I don't know like no no like no respect like blatant disrespect and number two da- really Danny you don't understand why she she didn't tell you that she was a, a time traveler like yeah <laughs> I mean seriously you're actually getting mad about that really. I I don't know. It it just didn't it, he just felt like the generic male character that Moffat tends to write um which is that either they're a pushover which which is, you know, a thing. It's fine. Rory. Um right, R- Rory or uh they're like uh Danny Pink, which is that they're a pushover. Well, and Rory was the same way. They're a pushover until they get offended for manly reasons and then they're they're jerks um they're mickey just, was a pushover they're just jerks i don't know it just it, 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 this i don't know this episode and also come on front flips let's talk about this <laughs> let's, You're talk, amazing. let's talk about the front flip because um, i did this in afghanistan yeah right the time. like i mean shouldn't he just be in the circus like why is he t- teaching math like I feel like he should be in the circus uh, or be a stuntman or something. I don't know. That was just, I was like, wow, I don't, that's crazy. Like, and, and almost what, like, did he, I guess he was running. So I guess he had the running start, but man, did that not look real at all? <laughs> um, it was, uh, 
that wasn't good. And uh, what did it do? What 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 did the jump accomplish? Distraction. Okay. I think that's all it did. That's it was I was very, confused about why everyone was making a big deal about him saving the world either. Like he, you saved the he, world with your front flip. He jumped over a robot. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of the end of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did it. We played that game when we were kids and we saved the world. Buck Buck. Uh yeah, Buck Buck. He played Buck he he Buck Bucked the Spider Bot guy. Yeah. I don't know. Again, a very nineteen fifties. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the more I talk about it, the more I really don't like this episode. It really you know, it, out. it stinks because um no uh Noel Stevenson, a writer that I a writer and artist that I really admire. Um, uh, occasionally we'll like tweet like, oh, like, I don't like Doctor Who. I don't like it when shows reward main characters for being like jerks. You yeah. know, I, I don't, I don't mind characters being jerks, but I want those characters to pay for being jerks. Yeah. And I want their jerkiness to have consequences. And I want to defend Doctor Who because I love the show. And I'd like to think that 12 is like kind of making amends for the kind of character that 11 became. And then an episode like this comes out, and I'm just like, oh, I really hope she didn't watch this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's I, – and, and, you know, here's the thing. We're not talking about the plot much because the plot is, like, really simple. Um, so it's kind of not the important part of this episode at all. There's a, there's a robot. Yeah, right. There's a robot on, at the, on the school grounds and the doctor – it's, it's not to, even yeah it's not even doing anything really but he's worried that it might eventually right yeah well it kills that cop i guess yeah yeah um i don't know uh this episode really problematic also uh i i i, I equal parts liked and did not like courtney <laughs> i i can't i couldn't get a handle on her um, I thought I first, liked I the thought, vomiting at the end because I was like, ah, because janitors have to clean up vomit. Ah, I get it. <laughs> at first, I genuinely thought that Courtney was the child from Fear Her. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, we don't need a repeat of that. No, no. Yikes. Um. Yeah, I. I don't. I. I. I wasn't. And she's gonna be in the next episode, and I'm just like, what? Why? Why? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She she like goes on a trip with them. Why? To, to kill them to kill yeah, them. That's what I'm saying. That's my question. Why? That's like the kids tagging along in the Cybermen episode last season. Yeah. Which is If you're gonna do kids in the TARDIS, just do kids in the TARDIS. Yeah. That's a hell of a sentence. Uh can we talk <laughs> Thank about Thank you, Nicholas? <laughs> Uh, one. Uh. We, we might have to. Uh, one. One thing. I... <laughs> Guys, the the rails are over here. Come on. Okay, sorry. Um, one thing I did really get a big kick out of, and I can't wait to talk about this with you guys, is after a brief sabbatical, we are back on the um the the uh, larger season mystery of the afterlife, heaven, the promised land. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, it's. <laughs> Because it was because t- it felt like it felt really shoehorned in because they're just like oh she's busy right now like she wasn't they don't even show Missy in context with the other people in the scene like yeah they obviously just like shot her separately coming through a door looking toward the camera and then walking away no yeah it, it was it was very Marvel post credit but um, oh yeah 
man, I got to tell you, like, I really like that guy. Like, you know, like the the secretary and just, yeah. dude, just maybe geeking out a little bit. But the shot of Missy just like doing like a Maleficent look. Mm. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I really am intrigued by you as a character. I want to know more about that stuff. I know. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And it's the opposite of like the impossible girl mystery where I'm like, I, I'm not looking forward to seeing whatever like answer you like fart out but like i'm, I'm really curious <laughs> to see like where this goes right and and you know that's to say nothing of the fact that um heaven slash the promised land has uh, a new name a third name uh the nether sphere yeah yeah so this this is our first uh this is this is the first the first mention of it being called the nether sphere so now it's it's called something uh, uh like an official name or at least it's mm-hmm. it's more official sounding than promised land or heaven. I'm a little bit the idea of, of the doctor being the idea of it just being called heaven is just really provocative to me. Mm-hmm. And and nether sphere is kind of like the safe Doctor Who word for it, right? Right. Like I don't know, like the Doctor versus heaven is such like a really provocative idea for me. If that is what ends up happening, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I. uh I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the bit, the bit with the bit about Pride and Prejudice was really funny. Oh yeah, that was all right. That was good. I liked a lot of the the playful banter in the episode. Yeah. Um, it was the larger themes that I had issues with. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I just don't understand the soldier thing. I don't get it. It's where is this even coming from? And you know, <clears throat> I I I. I mean, here's the thing. And this is, this is, this is, I think, uh, maybe this is Moffat, like, kind of fundamentally not understanding Doctor Who. Um, in that there is a thing where each doctor, like, not only, not, yes, they're all the same man, but, but they all have kind of their own thing going on. And I could see Moffat arguing that, well, 12 just has a, has a thing against soldiers. And I'm like, but, Having a thing against something isn't like <laughs> character traits. Yeah, it, yeah. it isn't. It isn't like a like a like a a num a numeric uh like a numeric trait. Like that's that's a character thing, which means it should carry across all of the numbers. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it like eleven when eleven was like wandering around. Amelia Pond's like kitchen. He wasn't like, oh, I don't like apples anymore, and I also hate the Swiss. I hate the Swiss. Never... <laughs> Although that could, that I would totally buy him saying something like that. Oh, okay, but th- that's because it's uh, eleven. Yeah, well, and it's Moffat again. Okay. So, um, but but yeah, like, but I mean that that scene is a good example, just because. You know, he was just like, oh, I, I really want an apple. And then he's like, I don't even know what that is. That's disgusting. And it's like, well, that's a that's a biological thing. So that I buy where I'm like, oh, taste change because he, he got new taste buds. So, like, mm-hmm. I buy that. That that makes sense to me. Um, uh, bigotry, like random bigotry that I don't yeah. get. It's like it would be like if he was like, oh, and now also I like to use passive aggression to guilt people into doing what I want them to do. Right. That's a thing that I learned while I regenerated. Yeah. I mean, having less patience with people, I guess that happens between yeah, shit regenerations. Um, so, you know, you had, uh, you had like nine, nine and 10 were like all about humans, you know, they're yeah, like, oh, the human race. Love them. 
What a <laughs> what a great bunch of people. They're really great. And then you have like the fourth doctor was like, what a bunch of idiots. Like <laughs> you humans are morons. You're all dumb. Everyone's like, well, I'm I'm human. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> that was sort of the fourth doctor. Did you I wanna, stutter? You want to fight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It. I don't know. I mean, but do you consider that bit like a, a change in in? Is that can you can you do say the same thing? Like if you're you compare like humans to to soldiers, like are that as that a similar deal or is that a patience thing? And is that I don't. It just it, it it just forms so many larger questions about yeah. the doctor as a character and how regeneration works. I feel like they're trying to tie it heavily into that Dalek episode that nobody cared about. I mean, whatever. Um, but oh, you mean the like you would make a good Dalek that whole thing? Yeah, but he Maybe hated it's like soldiers a in that before we even got to that part. Yeah, he was like, ah, soldiers are all dumb. You're. You're, you're stupid. I hate guns. I hate soldiers. Which, like, warfare and violence is definitely something he's never enjoyed or taken pleasure in. Right. But the specific distrust of people in the service. Yeah. Yeah. I get the. I get the comparison. Like, like the 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 end of the Dalek thing, where like, oh, you would make a good Dalek, and now Danny Pink is like, oh, he's not a soldier. He's an officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he doesn't he doesn't respect. Whatever, and that's not the first time that we've heard the the doctor compared to an officer. Um, maybe because like Matt it's... Smith, like Eleven was compared to an officer or officer ish yeah. because they were like, oh, you you have all of these pawns that you just you tell them what to do and then they go and do it and you know, and then they get they get they get killed or in trouble or whatever. Right. Um, and even with um, the tenth Doctor too. Right. When, Ten did that yeah. too. That's why he was like, I'm lonely now. Yeah. Because I can't be trusted to not tell people to do things. Maybe the soldier thing, like the aspect of just kind of mindlessly following orders and not questioning them, which to me and in my mind would explain why he, once he found out that Danny was a soldier, he assumed that, oh, you aren't smart, so you just teach PE. Um, Right. Which, in that context, the whole scene where Danny is challenging him as like a, or treating him like he's an officer and a superior kind of like inverts that mm-hmm. whole expectation. But it's kind of, if that's the case, it's kind, it's way too subtle. Yeah. Yeah. And it still doesn't explain where it comes from. You know, yeah. like because because you're right. I mean, that's that's a fine explanation. And it, and like I buy it as a character trait for the doctor, except that he's mm-hmm. never felt that way before. Yeah. Not to this extent. It's never been this extreme, um, uh, you know, to the point where we're comparing it to racism, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really. It, 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 whenever the doctor has, has has encountered soldiers in the past. It, it it's almost more of like he doesn't like war. He's yeah. a very anti-war person, but it was never like a blatant hatred for like the people that are having to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's, that's a big... he, he, he's always felt disrespectful of what soldiers represent, but never directly to the soldiers. If that makes sense. 
Like yeah. he's always you been never... very flippant around soldiers, you know, like but, but all not of belittling them. or insulting. Right. But he was never exactly. He was never belittle, belittling or insulting until they did something that crossed some sort of moral line for him. Yeah, like if, if a soldier accidentally, like an alien was like, I bring you love, he's like, kill it, and they shoot it. Right. Then the doctor would be like, you idiot, you dumb idiot, you with your guns and your right. freaking helmets. Right, but he never was just like, all soldiers are bad. He was like, you, you are bad. You, yeah. as a singular person, are bad. You made a, you did a stupid thing, and now I don't like you anymore. And he Which always made a point to like yeah. really call that one person out. But now he's just <laughs> he's just judging people. Like, yeah. based on 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 the fact that they used to be something. It's a decline. It's a descent. Yeah. He's... <laughs> Not to mention the fact that, like, friggin' uh, Brigadier became a math teacher. Like, yeah. literally became a math teacher. I don't understand. Like, I, I would actually... I mean, and, and you know, we're, we're finding this problematic, and it could always, like... Later in the season, we all of these questions could be answered, and it could totally make sense. Like, there's a, I'm sure that there's some way that he's, you know, it could turn out that Moffat was like, yeah, we just didn't want to give away like what the arc of the season was, and blah blah blah. And we could look back and be like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. So there's always that chance. So I don't want to, I don't want to say that anything like that because we haven't seen the whole story. So who knows what the whole story actually is? But well, it is weird. Um, well, maybe, maybe it's maybe in the. I mean, a theory, a character theory, it, you know, to play devil's advocate or to play Moffat's advocate okay. um, <laughs> is, you know, maybe as a result of what he learned about himself and in into the Dalek, is kind of rather rather than lashing out inward, he's lashing outward. Maybe he hates soldiers so much now is because he realizes that he's kind of been but he, one. But he hated soldiers at the beginning of that episode before he learned anything. Uh, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. So that's, that's why that's problematic. I mean, I, I, there's a part of me that likes the idea that he doesn't like Danny because Danny reminds him too much of the Brigadier and it makes him sad. Yeah, but if that's the case, why not just say it? Right. You know? Right. Right. He's is just it, too angry the... about it. He's just then... being a petulant child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't and... really a character arc. It's just Well, that's the only kind of that's the only kind of men that uh, Moffat writes. So I guess, yeah. <laughs> They're all petulant childs. <laughs> yeah. A soldier becoming a math teacher. Who ever heard of such a thing? That's never happened once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, after I retired from unit, I uh, became, <laughs> I became a math teacher at that same school. Isn't it even the same school? Like, I don't think so. No, the, the brigadier worked at like a boys' school. In the oh, country. that's right. The, that's right. Yeah, the the Coal Hill School is the one from Unearthly Child. I just assume all the schools are the same. Like, all the only, schools are the same. There's only one school in set, England, yeah. and everyone Re- um, That school is Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hogwarts exists in the in, in the nether sphere. Yeah, I mean, if Robin Hood exists, why can't Harry Potter? Yeah, <laughs> I think we made that joke about. Yeah, we probably did <laughs> <laughs> about uh, Clara wanting to meet Harry Potter. Doctor, I want to meet Harry Potter. <laughs> He's not real. <laughs> He's fictional, Clara. You were alive when it came out. <laughs> Some woman wrote his name on a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> and then wrote a book. 
I hate soldiers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and now then, he's yeah. gonna kill the moon. And then the other, the other big problem too, like which we didn't really go into a lot, was you know at the end where Danny is just like, oh, you know, I, I'm being a jerk because I care about you so much. And it's just like, oh, look, all, all, all the problem, all the all the men in this episode, the two men in this episode being total jerks the whole episode. Well, it's OK, because, you know, they're just looking out for her. Yeah. What? If they love you, it's excusable. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I took away from this episode. <laughs> oh like, my God. And we'll carry so onward bad. to all of my relationships in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's it's really problematic. Yeah. I feel now that you guys have said that that is the most problematic thing for me. Yeah, because I don't even care about the soldier thing. It can be a weird quirk, but that <clears throat> that's not a good message to be sending children. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm well as you know, uh, the twelfth Doctor hates soldiers and children. So this is true. It's all in character. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's yeah, gonna be, no, it's... be his other quirk. It's, it's it's a real it's, it's a gonna real take Courtney aside in the next episode and just be like, if a man is ever rude to you, he probably just loves you a lot. It's fine. Oh my god, <laughs> this is love. This is what love looks like. <laughs> Courtney like opens a door and just sees the doctor like berating Clara for like pressing the wrong button on the TARDIS. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I I like Peter Capaldi, but his doctor so far is just a jerk. Like a big smelly jerk. Yeah, there there and, are parts of him that I like, but yeah, every every part that I like about him, I find that I can't really pinpoint them as Capaldiisms. Like it really yeah. just I'm just like I really like Capaldi and I really like the Doctor as the two separate entities. And when they're one, sometimes there's some overlap in like a Venn diagram sort of way. Yeah, he was great in Time Heist. He was. He was. He was. Uh, but even in but even in times in the time heist, I don't know. Like he he could be a little hateful in a way that I wasn't super fond of. Yeah. So there, there's just, like there's a hateful element to him. Yeah. Like, he just hates. He's old and he hates everything. Yeah. There's. I wanted grumpy, but this is yeah. this isn't grumpy. This is. I don't know. <laughs> something this is hateful <laughs> this is a hateful doctor i don't know i'm kind of at the point where uh i mean i'm sure we're gonna get at least, i i kind of hope we only get one more season with him um like i don't want him to have a long run because he just doesn't i have trouble he doesn't feel iconic to me like he he feels like he's gonna be one of those doctors you forget existed which is unfortunate because yeah like three I don't yeah. know. I no, I, I always remember three, but like I, I find I find that for a lot of people, Troughton is kind of forgettable, weirdly. And I think Aww. part of that has to do with his outfit um, being like so close to the first one that they kind of like meld together in a lot of people's yeah. heads. Well, there was that one time that that big part of that church fell on him and like skewered him through the body, right? What? No, that was that was sorry. That was a reference to the omen. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Starring Patrick <laughs> Trotton. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a little second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm just... Like, 
Because doctors before have been condescending, like six and four. But they're still kind of charming when they do it. Yeah. Weirdly. This isn't just, it's just rude. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It also doesn't feel like the show is trying to teach him anything either. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be, oh, I'm atoning for my sins and blah, yeah. blah, blah, But he's not learning anything. Right. I think, that's, being... I think that's the big problem. Because, like, even with Six, when he was a jerk, you always got the vibe that, like, well, he's going to eventually learn to stop being a jerk. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, eventually uh, he got to do that in the Big Finish stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but here you never get a sense that the show is trying to teach the doctor a lesson like it really comes off as like oh both these guys have a point <laughs> like both of, both of these guys have a point yes. about the correct way to deal with this woman yes and yeah parents. and exactly. clara makes excuses for both of them and it's super uncomfortable at sometimes yep especially as clara becomes more and more of a defined well-rounded interesting character moments like these are all the more kind of jarring when you see her being an object again yeah my my other question is do you think that do you think danny is actually going to be a companion because i'm I'm starting to wonder i don't i don't know if i'd even want that i know that's what i'm saying i'm starting to wonder like i'm wondering if he's not just on the show for to give claire a reason to not be on the show anymore Hmm. Which is also problematic. Problematic on both accounts. Like, yeah. one, like, don't create a character just to be a plot device. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Yeah. And two, don't make the only reason a woman is staying behind, is going to stop traveling with the doctor because she wants to settle down. Like, I mean, that's, that's like, that's not even, that's, that's, that's Moffat not even trying at that point. Yeah. Because it's like, that's. What is that? Ninety-five percent of the female companions, like that's why they stay behind. We were just waiting to get well, married. Yeah, I mean, because we already did kind of domestic life with the pawns too. Like, yeah, they settled, but they kept going. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's weird. No, they died instantaneously through via time travel. So dumb. Uh, so dumb. <laughs> hey, we talked about that for like five hours. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> dumb. It's dumb. The worst part is you weren't even really rounding up very high. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the worst part. <laughs> you were rounding correctly, I think. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this episode was. God, I wanted to love this. I'm so bummed. I like little moments of it. Like my favorite moment is when the doctor just randomly starts whistling. We don't need no education. Because I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, But. Oh, and I loved, I I loved uh, the scene where he like is comparing humans to seal or seals or otters. 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 Comparing the otters. And then he's just like, he just randomly pulls out the, well, River and I were having a fight. and (laughs) And I just, I was like, oh, look, it is the same person. Look at this. Also, I'm so bummed that River hasn't been with Capaldi yet. Like, I just, not because, like, I think the show needs more River plot, but I do like River as a character. Oh, my goodness. I want them just bantering like yeah. a married couple. Yeah. Like, but, it's not, but it's not cute anymore. It's kind of like, like, <laughs> kind of like, like, like Ethel and, 
You old coot. <laughs> Capaldi's just like does the boom zoom to the moon thing. <laughs> and we're just like, well, that's the nail in that coffin. <laughs> One of these days, River. <laughs> uh, God, that's awful. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, but I would, I would actually... Um, I think uh, rather than give him a new companion next season, if Clara is indeed leaving at the in the uh, Christmas special, um, I would love to see him just get a season with River. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is she on Arrow anymore? She sporadically. Okay. She's just a guest star. She's never been a regular. She had like a three episode stint, I think, at one point, and that was like the most. I don't even know if she was on the show last season. I can't remember. But um, yeah, I think that would be that would be fun because I've always missed out on the fact that River was never like an official companion. Yeah, yeah. I wanted a season with Matt Smith and River. Um, I I actually I would actually I want more I, more so I want a season with Capaldi and river yeah i always regret not having like a honeymoon season yeah oh that'd be so great if he just like <laughs> left like okay here here's how they how here they here's how they uh, forgive this is like okay. so clara is just like okay well i'm i'm done traveling because like you know me and uh me and danny are gonna get married and he's like oh that's sweet I'm... and he goes to their wedding and he's just like oh that's really great and <laughs> it's just like kind of just like oh look at them they're really in love that's cool and she, he's like hmm you know and then he I'm just married. goes and picks up River and he's just like hey how about that honeymoon like <laughs> oh that would be so great you're gonna die soon I should probably take you on a <laughs> wait what yeah well I mean you know she said that she knows all of them like every incarnation so it, it like and obviously you would think before ten she probably only knows them as like pictures or whatever but yeah but i would like to think that she she personally knew more than just 11 right so i I really do want her back on the show at some point but again i don't need a plot with her just no she just needs to be there yeah just character stuff that's all i want she doesn't need to be involved in the plot we already know her whole life story it's fine yeah she just wanted to get married. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, kill the moon. <laughs> just kill it. Just murder the moon. Just death to the moon. <laughs> I don't know. I I I'll uh, reserve judgment until next week. But I really um, of the episodes we have left uh this was one of the ones that i was least looking forward to who's based, who's writing based it? on the yeah. title alone uh i don't know he's a new new person oh sweet that's fun yeah that is that is exciting uh but it's also a toss-up because we have no idea what to expect mm-hmm. i just what if what if the cold open is just like the doctor is just like sitting on a on a on a on like a chair on a hill in a park and he's just looking up at the night sky and Clara comes out with like two sodas or something, and she's like, "What are you thinking about?" And he's just looking up, and he's like, "I'm gonna kill the moon." Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I think uh, I, uh, I I hope that he just 
<laughs> I hope like he, he after this week's episode, he's just like he picks up Courtney and just like Claire, Claire's, Claire's just like, are we going? He's just like, yep, but without you, bye, <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> yeah, what? Courtney, look, watch the, watch this. Don't you look away? I kill the whole moon. He just like. <laughs> He just uh, flips off Clara as, she, as he's like de- de- dematerializing. <laughs> uh, slam cut to the opening credit sequence. You'll fix me, right? <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> just gets darker and darker. <laughs> You'll fix me, right? Uh. And then he starts drinking, like Capaldi just becomes a drunk. <laughs> it's subtle at first, but then, like throughout the season, the rest of the season, it becomes more and more apparent. Yeah, by the end, he's just like full on belligerent drunk. Ugh. So Tom Baker, <laughs> yeah. only in continuity. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't, I don't, I really don't like that Courtney is being involved uh, next week. I think that's weird. I don't know why she's there. He yeah. already took her out and she threw up in the TARDIS. So like I don't I don't know. Yeah, why would you do that again? Right. Um what if unless, it turns it's, out unless it's a companion light episode and so like and so Clara actually isn't in it. Yeah, and, uh, and maybe Courtney is just his companion for that episode. Maybe there's this weird bylaw that once you do step through the TARDIS door, you do technically belong to the doctor. Well, Here's the thing. I actually do have an issue with this um, because this is this is a over. This is kind of a problem in general. For the longest time, Doctor Who fandom <clears throat> has always said you're only a companion if you traveled in the TARDIS. Like that's the rule, right? Yeah. And so with with that rule, um, and this was like pre New Who. That was always the rule. Like mm-hmm. they're only a companion. If they traveled in the TARDIS. So, so like a lot of people would have arguments like, oh, is the Brigadier actually a companion or not? Or is he just a co-star? You know, like he's not really a companion because he didn't really go in TARDIS adventures. Um, but he's technically traveled in the TARDIS. Technically. I guess he Cause, has. Because Five Doctor. Oh, Five right. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Well, well, okay. <laughs> but, but anyway, but, but so, but the problem occurs in that if you do that then you have to consider uh jerk face from series one uh a companion what's his name adam adam you have to consider adam a companion and now you have to consider courtney a companion like does this and those two kids from last and those two kids from last season like those are companions now and not craig and not craig (gasps) oh which is just I, or Stormageddon. We're never going to get a season of, of Craig as a companion now. We're probably never going to get a Craig episode ever again. All because he took that Late Late Show gig. Yeah. What a bummer. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I find the whole Courtney thing problematic. But she's a companion next next episode. Uh, and uh, so there's Kill the Moon. And then, like, Flatline is the other episode where I'm just like, hmm. I don't. I don't know what that is. <laughs> just, is that the one after that? No, Mummy on the Orient Express is after. Kill oh Man. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> let's skip to hit. that week. I'm I'm worried about that episode though a little, like just because it always seems that the episodes with the cool titles are always like 
the lamest episodes of the season. Like they're trying to hide it behind a like a really cool title. So uh, well, time heist was good. That's true. That's true. But I'm still a little gun shy. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but the last three episodes, I'm really pumped for. Let's hope the doctor doesn't hate Egyptians. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't. Or know. Russians. I guess there's that. Kill the moon. I'm gonna kill it, Claire. <laughs> You're gonna do it. You don't have to do this. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> oh, that whole soldier thing, though. Like, now that you said Russians, I'm thinking of the Ice Warrior episode. Like, they're all soldiers. Oh, well, yeah. Ice Warrior is a soldier. Why didn't he just poop on all of them and just leave? Like, I don't. <laughs> soldiers. Yeah. Like,. Also, like, I don't know. Like, God, the soldiers thing is dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. I, like, I mean. Cause, That's cause quirk, you could, Scott. Cause, well, cause he you hates could, people. Because <laughs> you could just say, you could say, like, Daleks are soldiers, you know? And it's like, oh, well, he hates the Daleks. I was like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why he hates the Daleks. Yeah, because they're like soldiers. That's... <laughs> Retcon. <laughs> I'm fine I feel with like them. That's and... what they're trying to do, but it's poorly done. Yeah. I don't know. Just, oh, you remind me of Daleks. Wow, really? That's awful. <laughs> Danny Pink reminds you of a Dalek. And I and I get what they're trying to say, like, at the end, like we've said, you know, in the comparison to the end of the Dalek episode, is that, like, oh, he hates soldiers because they remind him of himself and he hates himself, which is something we've talked about in the previous episode with the whole, yeah. like, I hate myself. That's how I figured out the mystery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so there's that. But I I don't know. Like, okay, so he hates himself and that's why he hates soldiers. But why is this a new thing? Yeah. So is that what it is? Is it that like this, this, is it just that 12 hates himself? So therefore he hates all things that remind him of himself. So that's why he hates soldiers. Is that, it's, but, is that the deal? So, so he's just no, Bojack Horseman why? now. Yeah. He's just Bojack Horseman. <laughs> he's just hateful, depressed doctor. No, but then why would the whole gag with Clara crushing on the dude that looks like 11 work? <laughs> like, that's himself for an iteration of himself and he's like hey maybe okay all right here's here's a theory all right here's what if because of what he did that we didn't get to see but what if he did do it what if because of what he did at the end of deep breath this is just becoming a lot like just like a long deep spiral for him as a character. He, what, did, he pushed he, a robot? Yeah. He did push that guy out of the target. Yeah, he pushed I, I killed that guy. a robot. I hate myself. He, what? He pushed that guy off the off the blimp thing. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making excuses. I'm just No, I know. I I need reasons for things to be happening. <laughs> and I don't have any. And it's problematic for me. <sighs> Back in the nineties, I was in a famous team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got nothing. All right. Yeah. Well, the caretaker, <laughs> entertaining enough, I guess. Yeah. It was a. It was a romp. It's, it's, it's one of those episodes that's really great while you're watching it, and then exactly, and then as soon as it's over, you're like, "Huh? Wait a second. That was, that was kind of unsettling, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. It's really those last few beats. Of just like, 
Oh, they're jerks because they're they're they both care about you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you hear, the, you hear that women? Stop letting men care about you. Then they won't be jerks. It's your uh, fault. It's your fault. I, it's your fault. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's what the episode is saying. I know, but it's just uh. <laughs> It's your fault for letting them care about you. It's okay because Moffat is a feminist. Ugh. Yeah. I want to shove this episode down that guy's throat. Anyway, <laughs> not this episode of the podcast. He'd probably but the blame uh, he he would probably blame Gareth Roberts. That would be his. Yeah, but Gareth Roberts track record like Oh, I know. I'm just telling you what his argument would probably <sighs> be. Silly. Yep. Or he would just point to Clara and just be like, "What? She was fine in this episode." <laughs> Just talk about her in a vacuum, you know? Yeah. 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 That would be the other I don't, thing. I don't like Possessive Doctor. I really don't. No. It's weird. No. I don't like that at all. It's just two dogs growling over some meat. Like, that's what even that the, is. Even the picture on uh, the TARDIS uh, wiki thing, if you look at the caretaker, it's literally like a picture of the Doctor and Danny growling at each other with... with Claire, Claire in the, in the background. middle. Yeah. In the middle. Like, that's uh, that's not what Doctor Who is. <laughs> Certainly is what this episode is. <sighs> I just wanted a lighthearted just, episode. I just wanted Craig back. Yeah. Like, a I, trilogy. <laughs> I, felt, I felt a lot of, like, Craigy stuff, like, a lot of Lodger-esque stuff in yeah. the first half of this. Um, and And, you know, bits and pieces here and there, but Man. Yeah. Ugh. Bummer. All right. I I would be interested to see how much of that is, like, you, you know the the how the script breaks down as between the two writers. Mm. I'd be interested to see like the first draft. I guess. Yeah, I would really like to read the first draft of this because I because I think I think. My my theory, based on the fact that Steve Stephen Moffat is showrunner, I would assume that Gareth Roberts wrote the original draft, and then Stephen Moffat wrote over it. Yeah. So I would like to read the original Gareth Roberts draft. Yeah. Um, Craig's in it. Yeah. Oh my God! Could you imagine? That'd be wonderful. Doctor. <laughs> He's like headmaster of the school. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? What was my job before? <laughs> Wasn't he a telemarketer before? Yeah. yeah, didn't he work at a call center or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you God. know what I wanted? I wanted, like, maybe Stormageddon's, like... Mm, like four? Like grown up and... Or not grown up, but a kid and mm. parent-teacher nights. Like, oh, it's the doctor! Like, <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> There's suddenly this big reveal that that Clara's modern present day is actually the future. <laughs> it's like 20 years from now, and they've just never called attention to it before. Well, it's okay, Clara. You're safe here, right back in good old 2043. <laughs> <laughs> at that uh, 43, uh, Stormageddon could be headmaster. <laughs> no, that's true. Stormageddon is that other guy, the the yeah. eleven, the eleven well, guy. Well, think because she goes from being a na- like a babysitter to being a teacher. Like, when did she go to school? I don't know. When did she get her teaching credentials? I don't know. Like, I've always on. wondered that too. Yeah, 
Maybe we are in the future. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Danny Pink is know. actually like Mickey's son. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, but he's trapped in an alternate universe, so it's fine. That's true. Yeah. Oh, he would be he would be uh, Mickey and Martha's kid. That's fun. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I don't. I still don't like that. It's lame. Still, <laughs> he really just. I don't know. We know. I don't we know it. Yeah, it's, it's it really is problematic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it really is. Uh, Russell Russell T Davis was saying, "Eh, <laughs> sure." Uh, it's now like, kiss. Yeah, don't don't bother showing us why that makes any sense. Yeah, you know why? Because they're both soldiers, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. Oh yeah. Yeah, he doesn't hate he doesn't hate them. <laughs> what happened? I don't understand the soldier thing. God, there's so many contradictions. And I and I've been boggling my mind since I watched this episode. Like what? Like how? Why? And yeah. all it comes down to for me, like the thing I keep coming back to is that it's just the doctor hates himself. So that's why he hates soldiers cuz he is one. And 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 uh, that's it. I mean, like, I get it, I guess, but I don't yeah. like it. And I don't think it's saying anything. It's problematic because, like, I don't. It's not saying anything new about the doctor, really. Yeah, it's not. Because um, we already had that whole thing with the war doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, though, too. It's just like, oh, he's a soldier, too. So that's why he hates soldiers. Well, even when he was the war doctor, which is the most soldiery of all of the doctors, even he yeah. is just like, yeah, I'm going to go renegade and blow up the planet. Like, yeah. that, that's not what soldiers do. <laughs> <laughs> that's not following orders. So even even at his most soldiery, the doctor wasn't being a soldier because he wasn't following orders. So mm-hmm. what? I don't know. I don't get it. Find out next week. Yeah, you would make a good Dalek, Woody. No, no, the Daleks don't really go for uh, don't really go for creative license so much. I don't know. They love they love watching stars being born. Then they do. Get some roll roll turned up and watercolors. Um, all right. Well, if you have thoughts you want to share on the caretaker, find the post of this episode on the doctor's companion.us and leave a comment. What did you think about the soldier thing? I'm curious. Um, you can send us an email also, uh, TDC podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us your thoughts on, uh, any, any, uh, series eight developments, series eight stuff. Um, we'll start doing mailbag stuff. If you do, uh, we'll add that to the show. Why not? Uh, check out my other podcast, The Mind Robbers Versus, and The Mind Robbers over at mindrobbers.net. Also, where you can find Nick and I's podcast, Not Writing. If you're on Twitter, follow at TDC Podcast so you'll know the second a new episode hits. Or follow our tw- our personal accounts. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. And Cassandra's at Darkhearted Rose. And finally, if you like the show, do us a favor, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And of course, most importantly, be our street team. Get out there, tell people we exist and that they should be listening. Uh, And we'll be back next week to talk about Kill the Moon. Kill it. Kill it. Murder it. Dead. Dead.
dead. Yeah. <laughs>